Yeah, I cashed so. out. I cashed out. Did you <laughs> actually? Out. I'm out. I'm out. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better Win Green. Hey, to Better Win Green. Hey, to Better Win Green. Hey. Week seven of the NFL is here, and we have a newly named episode for our NFL show: Intentional Lounging. Welcome in everybody. Intentional Lounging brought to you by Better and Green. A record last week, not hot, eight and ten. But hey, not not too bad. We've been hot, I think, all the other weeks this season. First losing week. We're going to get back on this week. Still four in Survivor. Congratulations to those of you hanging on. And then M5 Squirrels is the new leader of the weekly pickums. We've got a new uh, person in the lead, so congratulations to him. Again, the weekly pickums and Survivor winners of those two competitions get a free T-shirt. You guys ready to talk some football? Let's do it. Yes, sir. The Jacksonville Jaguars head to New Orleans to face the Saints. Saints are one-point favorite. Over-under is set at 40. Ethan, what are we thinking about NOLA? Mid. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Straight mid. Uh, yeah, this game's tough. I mean, it's going to all depend on if Trevor Lawrence plays. The line's kind of been bouncing around. Um, it was uh, New Orleans minus three yesterday when – it looked like Lawrence wasn't going to play. Uh, now, like you said, I think one and a half right now is what one. you said. One. Yeah, so I think there was word that he's, uh, I don't know, maybe going to play. I don't think it's confirmed yet that he is. Um, so really tough to handicap this game without knowing about Lawrence, but I do kind of like New Orleans. I think the line is just super fishy. Um, they're at home, Jacksonville. I've kind of talked about that breather spot which is kind of a new thing i've been looking at this year um jacksonville came off the two games at london then they had the home game against indy which i thought was a terrible spot for jacksonville loved indy last week obviously didn't get there um but now the thursday night game just seems kind of like you know they're probably pumped that they got the two wins in london pumped that they swept indy this year now they have to play an nfc team on the road short week banged up quarterback um, just not a great spot for Jacksonville this week, even though I do think they're by far the better team. So, yeah, this is tough. I'm going to lean New Orleans for the graphic. Um, I'll take the under of 40 in this game, 12 straight for the Saints, so I'm not going to jump in front of that trend. Um, but, yeah, tough game at this point. Not sure if I'll be betting it at all. Yeah, uh, we have our puke-in-our-mouth game uh, graphic, but I could think – I think we could use that for almost every single game on this slate this weekend. They are yeah. disgusting. I don't even I don't even know what I'm doing for half these games, but I tend to agree. I think the Saints is probably the, the play here simply because, kind of like what Ethan said, it's ugly. I, I think, I mean, who knows with Lawrence, the minus one is suggesting that he's going to play since it opened at minus three or whatever it was uh, when he got hurt. Um, but even without Lawrence, like, I don't know. I uh, with Lawrence, I think the Jags should be minus two and a half, minus two in this game. The fact that the Saints are minus one makes me think the Saints is the right side with or without Lawrence. So I'm going to take the Saints for the graphic as well. Love the under. Um, again, we, we've talked about primetime unders. Ethan has brought up 12 straight for the Saints. The unders are hitting at a ridiculous rate right now in the uh, in the NFL. 12, for, 12 and two last week for the unders. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll take the under on Thursday night, primetime game, ugly game. Um, I'll take the Saints. Uh, don't love that, but um, I think the Saints is probably the right side. We'll make it a round of the under. I were I still think that Trevor Lawrence plays in this game. I'm not totally convinced that he's going to miss it. Um, we just saw ETN had quite a game uh, last week. I'm not sure, guys. I'm not sure. We were saying that if there's any team that's a jag, just a guy. It's not the Jags, it's the Saints. I'm sorry that I said you were a Jag, just a guy. I mean, obviously I think the Jags are better than the Saints. Lawrence injury scares me, um, but I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to take the Jags just because I think they're the better team, uh, and I just don't trust the Saints at all. Uh, they are home on a short week, so that does, with such a short line, uh, shortest of the week, I don't know. I like the Jags. I'm taking it, but I completely see where you guys are coming from. I feel like this is a coin toss game. If you're doing anything, I would probably just do money line. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Atlanta Falcons head to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are two and a half point favorites. Over under is set at 37. All right. Big game. 
big divisional game because really anybody can still win this division. Wyatt, what do you think? Yeah, I took the Bucks. I followed your advice preseason, and I took the Bucks. Um, I got them at six hundred. I think you gave it out earlier, like eight hundred, something ridiculous, maybe even a thousand, so. um, something crazy like that. So, um, yeah, Bucks are doing better than people thought, and I think they're gonna do that again uh, on Sunday. I think they're gonna win this game. Um, so I'll take them at the minus two and a half. Tampa Bay simply beats the bad teams. They lose to the good teams. They're yep. right in the middle of the pack, but they beat the teams similar to the Falcons. They'll beat the Panthers. They'll beat um, – I think they beat – I don't know who else they beat, but they beat the bad teams, lose to the yeah. good teams. Atlanta's a bad team. I'll take Tampa minus two and a half. Again, kind of similar to that Thursday night game. I think the money line is probably just a better side if you want Tampa. It's probably like minus 135, 140, so I think that's probably the move. Um, but I'll take Tampa on the spread. Over-under is sitting at a whopping 38 points. Um, I'll go under, I guess. I mean, that's that's disgusting. I can't see a whole lot of offense on either team in this one. Yeah, uh, Wyatt mentioned you guys took Tampa to win the division. I took Atlanta, so I'm going to stick to my guns in this one. I think if Atlanta wins the division, which I still kind of think they do, uh, they have to win this game. So uh, I'll take Atlanta, but my favorite but to do with this and what I've already done is take Atlanta and a teaser, get them up to plus eight and a half. Um, I also like the under, I took the under in this game. I'm happy to see it's at 37 cause I took it this morning at 38 and a half. So it's coming down quick. Um, I, I don't see a ton of points in this game whatsoever. So that just adds value to that teaser. Um, more points or, or less points in the game, better, uh, to have more points with the underdog. So yeah. Um, don't see much separation in this game, even if Tampa does win. Like I said, though, I kind of think Atlanta covers and wins this game outright. Um, kind of trying to simplify things, trying to go back to the teasers, trying to go back to the unders, something I haven't been betting much of this season that I had a lot of success with last year and years prior. So looking to get involved with those again. Luckily, this is a huge teaser week, um, so I will be talking about a lot of those legs. But yeah, Atlanta on a teaser, Atlanta uh, spread for the graphic, and then uh, 37, I mean, that's getting low, but like I said, I bet the under 38 and a half, I still like it under 37. Just don't see a lot of points from these teams. I'll also take the under, but I mean, we're watching Desmond Ritter. I mean, that dude might be on borrow time. He looks really bad. And there are starting to be some rumblings of Taylor Heineke, who's looked good when he has gotten the chance to start. Um, I like the Bucks. I like their defense. I think Baker Mayfield... Uh, and his weapons are much better than the Falcons and theirs. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, the Buccaneers with you, White. Love it. Go Look Bucks. at us all sticking to our guns. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at week seven, if we're jumping ship already, we had some pretty bad predictions. <laughs> right. I'll take the, the uh, Panthers to win that division. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that you can get really good odds on that right now. Dude, I think I actually saw it was like plus 6,500. <laughs> <laughs> or thousand maybe. I was gonna say it doesn't seem high enough. No, <laughs> I think that's just their odds to win this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> the Detroit Lions are heading to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Ravens are three point favorites. Over under set at forty two and a half. Guys, I will start. I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking the Lions with the plus three. I think they went out right. Um, I know that they have the running back injuries, but I think this Lions defense has been really good, and I have not been very uh, impressed with Baltimore. I believe Baltimore coming back from London as well, correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Love, love the Lions this week. Ethan, what do you think? Oh, man. I've kind of been fading Detroit. has not worked out, but I feel like, I mean, the markets just haven't really caught up to Detroit. I think they're... I forgot what their exact number against the spread is in their last however many games, but I mean, they're covering the spread like one of the best teams in the NFL right now. I'm going to lean Baltimore minus three, though, unfortunately. Um, just don't know if I love the spot for Detroit. Um, had to go down to Tampa. I got that big win. Um, now I have to go to Baltimore. They have a Monday night game on deck before they're by. Um, NFC, AFC, if they drop this one, it's not a huge deal in the tie breaking standings. So, yeah, this was two and a half as well. It's already moved to three. Um, I think David Montgomery out is going to be honestly pretty big. I, I kind of am going back against myself. I've said running backs don't matter for the last year, um, which they still don't. But 
uh, Montgomery's such a better in between the tackles runner than Jameer Gibbs or Craig Reynolds. Um, and I think you really need that to establish your run game against the Ravens. So I think that's actually a huge loss this week, um, which kind of scares me. So, yeah, I, I don't love it, but I lean Baltimore minus three. Um, kind of like the over. This was 42 yesterday, 42 and a half now. So a little tick up there. I um, think there are probably some points in this game, but I don't love anything in this one. Go Lions. Hope I'm wrong again. Yeah, so I was pretty high on the trade at the plus three. The more I'm looking at this game, I think I think you got to go Baltimore. So I'll take Baltimore in the minus three. I can't wait for that guy to comment uh, Detroit versus the world against two of the biggest Detroit fans uh, out here. But um, <laughs> again, Lions, impressive right now. Five and one best record since 2011. Um, tied for best record in the league. It's crazy right now to be a Lions fan. But again, they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs without Kelsey and without um, Jones. That was it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still really, it's, it was that Arrowhead was a really good win going down to Tampa was not easy. Like Tampa is a solid defense. Um, but besides that, they beat the Packers, the Panthers and the Cardinals or in the um, Falcons. So, yes. I mean, those are three bottom feeders of the team. Tampa Bay might end up as a bottom feeder of the league. I hope, hopefully they don't, but not really great opponents. So I think they're going to really struggle. I would circle this game before the season even started saying this is going to be an automatic loss to the Ravens at Baltimore. Now we're kind of getting closer to it. The line comes out. It's three points, two and a half points. Yeah, I think Baltimore wins it. Um, I am going to disagree with Ethan. I think this is the definition of an under game. Probably my favorite under of the weekend. Um, we saw Lions versus the Bucks, um, 20 to 6. It was a, kind of a stinker of a game. Um, Bucks defense was solid, but I think the Ravens have the third best defense in the league um, in regards to points allowed and yards allowed per game. Um, so, and Detroit's defense is, is great, too. We've seen the Ravens' offense struggle as well. Um, I don't think Detroit's going to be able to put up a bunch of points on Baltimore. So I love this under. It's at 42 and a half. Hopefully that just keeps climbing. But I'm thinking like 16 to 9 for this game. Super low scoring. I think that uh, Detroit lose by a touchdown. Um, but love the under. Uh, and I'll take the Ravens, unfortunately, at minus three. All right. Well, guys, we've got another divisional game. Commanders head to New York to face the Giants. Giants are two-and-a-half-point dogs. Over-under set at 39. Ethan, what do you make of this game? Um, Got to flip my notes here quick. Yeah, uh, I mean, this game sucks. This is the, the classic 2020 tie series that we saw last year. Yeah. Uh, I think it almost happened both games last year, if I remember correctly. The other one might have been like 20-17 to 17 yeah. on a late field goal or something. Um, yeah, man, this is tough. Uh, I mean, I don't want to back the Giants, but I feel like this is a decent spot to do it. Um, you know, I, I really don't have much of a lean in this game whatsoever. I would lean over 39 and a half. Uh, typically I'd lean under, but I think, uh, with, like Wyatt said, the under is going 12-2-1, I believe, last week. Uh, there should be a little bit of value on overs. I don't think it's going to keep being a complete under season in the NFL like it has been. So, I guess slightly on the over. Uh, this game's gross, though. I mean, this could probably be the puke-in-the-mouth game. No strong lean on the side. Giants, maybe Giants in a teaser since the total is super low. Um, yeah, I just think Washington looked pretty good against Atlanta in Atlanta last week, so... Uh, they're probably a little overvalued here. Um, so I think you're getting just a touch value with the Giants, but it's gross. I don't want to back the Giants. Yeah, ugly, ugly game. Uh, divisional opponents we just talked about. Um, again, we talked about last year. These games are very back and forth. Pretty much, you know, is anyone's game. I'm going to have to go with the home team. I'll take the home team plus some points. Hopefully Danny Dimes doesn't play. I kind of like it better um, with, um, what's his face, Tyrod. Um, Taylor, hopefully he's starting. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like the Giants plus two kind of a lot. I think they went outright on the money line. Again, perfect game for the Giants to kind of, I mean, they're not going to figure it out this year. This year's gone. But um, to beat a divisional opponent, to give them a loss uh, against the Commanders, I think that'll be a, a really solid thing for the team, solid thing for the division. So I think the Giants get it done at home. I'll take them happily at the plus two over under. Yeah, this one's leaning, screaming the under. So I, I kind of like the over, like Ethan just said. Some of these games have to go over, and this one seems too obvious of an under. So I'll take the over as well in this game. Don't mind the over, but call me Darrell Revis because I'm Mr. One Man Island over here. Give me the commanders. Give me the commanders. I just think the biggest mismatch in this game is going to be that commander's defensive line 
versus the offensive line of the Giants who have really struggled this year. That is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills head to New England to face the Patriots. Patriots are nine-point home dogs. That is the biggest point differential this week. Overrunner set at 41. Wyatt. This this is a after that Giants game that we just saw against uh the Bills, this line is really scary. Yeah, I mean I've I've backed the Pats too many times, man. I can't I can't keep doing it. And I know the play is Patriots plus nine. I just I can't do it. I can't do it. So I'm gonna take the Bills and hopefully this is a game the Bills decide to show up because they've done I don't even know what the Bills are doing anymore. They either beat teams thirty eight to three or they lose to the Jets and should have lost to the Giants. Like I don't know what they're doing. Um, so I think there's going to be like a 38 to three, hopefully for the bills. So I think it's going to be a whomping. I can't, I can't back the pads after last week's safety, no chance. So it's too soon. I'll take the bills minus nine. Don't like it. But again, I hate the Patriots right now. I did say, if you remember the Patriots are going to be the worst team in the league. So I stand behind that. I said that, uh, way before the season started, I did have them as the first team or the last team to lose, um, or to win a game. Um, that unfortunately did not hit, but they are tied for the worst team in the league. So garbage. Um, are the, do the Panthers have a win? I don't think so. Oh, shit. No. Okay. Close. Second worst team in the league. Um, but yeah, I'll take the Bills uh, over under. I'll go under because I said 38 to 3. I'm going to stand by that. It's at 41 and a half, I think. So I'll go under. Oh, it's at 41. Great. Um, I'll go under still. Yeah. I, uh, this game's tough. New England sucks. I think markets are completely out on New England. Uh, I think they probably agree with Wyatt. They're, if not worse, they're probably a bottom three team. Uh, but one thing I could almost promise you, you know, I'm going to go ahead and guarantee it. Patriots are going to either cover against Buffalo this week, against Miami next week, or both. So I'm going to take New England here. Love their spot against Miami next week. I'm already debating on betting it. Part of me hopes Buffalo comes out and blows the doors off of them. We get over two touchdowns spread in that next game. Right now it's 12 and a half against Miami next week. Oh, my God. If I can get over two touchdowns with the Patriots in that game, I'm going to hammer it. Um, yeah, I mean, Buffalo's owned the series. I think they're 6-1 and one in their last seven against New England. Uh, had that playoff blowout that we've mentioned a few times on the show. Um, yeah, I just – like I said, the markets are completely done on New England. I just feel – yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I know it, but I just feel really strongly that they will cover one of their next two, if not both of them. So I will lean with New England plus the nine. Not sure if I will actually be up or end up betting this or not. Um, and then, yeah, I like the under as well. Just I think if the Patriots cover, it's going to be low scoring. Uh, they're not going to go toe-to-toe with Buffalo and put up points. So I think it's correlated there. Um, so, yeah, I'll lean under. Like the Patriots, love the Patriots next week. So kind of hope Buffalo just blows the doors off of them. Last time I took the Patriots, I believe that ended up in a 38-0 to home loss to the Saints. So <laughs> I'm very afraid to jump in front of that. Um, but I'm going to. I just think Bill Belichick knows the Bills so well. He's been playing against them forever. He knows Josh Allen. He knows his weaknesses. Bills have – we've seen them struggle at times. That They should have lost that game to the Giants. I mean, if they call that hold on, I think it was Darren Waller. If they call that hold on, they get another chance. Um, I just haven't been impressed by them. Uh, they're the epitome of the regular season champions, and yep. which this is a game that they should win then. But I just think that they're going to be able to keep it close enough at home, and I just think Bill's going to have something. And if not, I mean, it's Bill's last year, right? Regardless. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if they if they don't cover nine at home to the Bills, sayonara. Yeah. Yeah, also if the Giants would have uh, not run the ball on first and goal from the one with no timeouts with 14 seconds left last week. Yeah. Maybe just take the points or throw. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. They, they gave that game away. First and goal from the one, end of both halves, zero points. Lost by five. Yeah. Yeah. The Raiders head to Chicago to face the Bears. Bears are three-point home dogs. Over-unders sit at 37.5. Hate to say it. Hate to take these guys, but I feel like the play is the Raiders. Raiders minus the three, 37.5. I mean, I, Justin Fields isn't playing in this game. Raiders so defense. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't see him playing. 37.5, it just kind of seems 
I, I guess I'll take the over because I don't think either have super great offenses. Max Crosby might get a scoop and score, though. <laughs> so, we'll see. We'll see. I, I just like the Raiders. Why? Which way do you lean? Yeah, Raiders as well. I yeah. don't trust Bears with Fields, and I definitely don't trust them with whoever the hell their no. backup is. So Raiders minus three. I, even though it's on the road, I think the Raiders figure, figure it out. It's got to be the under in this game. Well, and where's the offense going to come from? I yeah. understand it. I could there could be a couple of defensive touchdowns because both Jimmy G and I could totally see the Bears just turning the ball over. But they don't really care about ball security on either team. But offenses are terrible. I don't. Yeah. I just don't see where points are going to come from. I'll take the under thirty-seven and a half or whatever mm-hmm. it's standing at right now. I'll take the under in that and uh, the Raiders. Disgusting yeah. game. Yeah. Puke in the mouth game of the week. <laughs> Guess I get more of vomit. <laughs> Second one. First one. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> this game is disgusting. Not only fields out, Garoppolo is banged up too. So we might have Aiden O'Connell versus uh, that D2 quarterback for the Bears that I've never heard of before in my life. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a a lean on the side at all. I'll give out Chicago for the graphic because of the injured player theory. Um, but that's so disgusting. I wouldn't put your guys' money on this uh, side here. Um, but I do like the under. I agree with that. Uh, if it's two backup quarterbacks, no clue where the points are going to come from. Um, yeah. I, do we know Garoppolo's status? I haven't that's heard questionable. Yeah. Questionable. I don't know. It feels like it's leaning towards no. Yeah. I mean, this would be like a true preseason game if he doesn't play. Like it really would. Even if he does play. I mean, this game just sucks so bad. Give me the Bears for the graphic. Uh, yeah, if it's O'Connell and what's-his-nuts D2 guy, I'll take the under probably, even though 37.5 is low. This total actually before Justin Fields' injury and I think maybe before Garoppolo, um, I believe it was at 48. So it's come down 10.5 points. Holy wow. I wish I would have had the foresight to take yeah. that 48, but yeah, disgusting game. Let's talk about the next one. Yeah, Garoppolo's not used to the one being getting his back blown out. Uh, the Browns <laughs> head to Indianapolis to face the Colts. Colts are three-point home dogs over under set at 40. Ethan, what do you think, dude? I think I was a week early on the Colts. Give me the Colts big time in this game. Cleveland couldn't have looked any better last week, beating San Francisco outright. Uh, I think the value's all on Indy. If Cleveland loses that game, uh, Indy's likely the favorite here. So, yeah, I mean, there's no real look ahead here. Um, Cleveland is at Seattle next week. Uh, Indy is home against the Saints. I think they're both early start Sunday games, so nothing crazy with either schedule. Uh, Yeah, just think the value's on Indy in this one. Like the under as well. Cleveland doesn't put up points. Um, Indy doesn't put up points. I think both defenses, well, clearly Cleveland's defense is top-notch. Um, I think Indy's defense is kind of sneaky decent. Um, yeah, like the under, like Indy, more and more as the days go by. Same boat. I love Cle- or the Colts plus three and the Colts on the money line, actually. I think Colts win it outright. Love the under a lot. I locked in the under uh, earlier today at 41. It's down to 40 right now. So I locked in the under already. Um, love the Colts. Love the Colts big. For exactly what you said, um, Browns just beat the best team in the NFL uh, with a backup quarterback. Um, Colts now are without um, what's-his-face Richardson for the whole year. Um, so it's in Minshew's hands. Everything's kind of pointing towards Cleveland. You know, if they could beat you know um, the best team with the backup quarterback, they should be able to beat the Colts, right? But, uh, yeah, Colts on the money line, Colts plus three, and the under. That's me swatting a pass because I'm still on my island shit. Give me Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Cleveland, man. I, I'm just impressed with those guys. Man. That defense is humming. Yeah. They're humming, man. They're bringing the brown. I love those They're guys. making people brown their pants. <laughs> making people brown yeah. their pants, man. Brock Purdy's first regular season loss. He looked like dog shit. He looked yeah. bad. And I don't yeah. see that that offense is so much better. And then I know all the injuries because I was on San Fran last week. All the injuries do play a major factor in it. But I think those injuries, they're still a better offense than the Colts. I'm just yeah. not a big Colts guy. Yeah. 
All right, the Cardinals head to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Seahawks are seven and a half point favorites. Over under set at 45. Guys, you might not know this, but Geno Smith is pretty freaking good. <laughs> but I don't think they're beating the Cardinals by seven and a half. This is a divisional game. I looked it up. They have beat the Cardinals by 10 points the last two uh, last two games. And then I think they actually, the Cardinals might have won the one before that. Um, Cardinals have been tough all year. This is a game Seattle was really close with the Bengals. I just see I just see the Cardinals coming in and being able to at least keep it close. It is supposed to rain in this game. It is supposed to rain. It's raining, I believe, until two o'clock and then it starts again at four o'clock. So why I see you shaking your head. What side are you on? Same exact thing. Cardinals plus seven and a half. I thought you were gonna say Geno's good. Guess who has the almost identical stats to Geno Smith? One Who? interception more. Who? Joshua Dobbs from the Cardinals. Almost identical <laughs> stats. And we they're not good quarterbacks. So uh, I'd like the Cardinals at plus seven and a half. I think the Cardinals have a decent shot of winning this game. I uh, love the under of 45. No idea why it's that high. That's a stupid line. It, that, especially with all – I mean, it's, that kind of actually – now I'm talking about it kind of makes me a little worried because that's uh, so obvious under. And maybe the overs should play at that one. But I'm going to go the under. Um, I'll take the Cardinals plus seven and a half, uh, maybe even sprinkle Cardinals money line closer to uh, game time. Yeah, right there with you. Um, first of all, Ben, I did watch that Seattle game uh, last week, all of it. I think the Seahawks were a good quarterback away from winning that game. <laughs> uh, Gino completely imploded in the final two drives. They should have won that game. That was bad. Singing, I'm sorry, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. that was funny um yeah i mean i like arizona just this game sucks too man i I hate this weekend's card uh next week however my favorite of the year so i cannot wait all right for next week's episode but um yeah lean arizona here like the over two because i don't know why it's this high um like we kind of already said overs have to start hitting a little bit um feel like this is probably one that does both teams can put up points. Not too impressed with either defense. So, give me the over is my favorite play. Lean on the Cardinals here. Um, yeah, Seattle's a, a nice teaser spot, getting them down to just one and a half. But I'm not fully convinced Seattle wins this game. Um, so I would just I'd be cautious with Seattle and teasers this week and in Survivor. I think a lot of people are going to play Seattle. It's just. Uh, big spread for a home team, biggest home spread, I believe, this week. Hell, I might play them too in Survivor, but I would just be a little cautious. Yeah. Well, I I didn't know that their stats were that close. Wyatt, thank you for letting me know. I like the over even more now that there's two elite quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't mind Dobbs at all. I kind of like the guy. Just a, kind of a comeback story, but. He's easy to yeah. root for. Yeah. Definitely has more rushing yards than Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah. The Steelers head to L.A. to face the Rams. Rams are three-point favorites. Over-under set at 43-and-a-half. Ethan, how do you feel, man? This is a really weird one. Steelers coming off a bye. I feel awful. I have no clue what to make of this game. It's I weird. Literally, I hate this game. I hate Pittsburgh. Uh, they have no offense. They're probably the worst team to watch. I feel bad for all Steelers fans because it's just bad football. Uh, but I lean Pittsburgh, I guess. I mean... I don't know. The line's just a little bit odd. Pittsburgh off off the bye, like you mentioned. Um, Rams off the big divisional win. They have Dallas on deck in Dallas. So I think, I mean, everyone wants to beat Dallas, whether you're in their division, whether Dallas is good or not. I think Dallas is just kind of headhunted in the NFL. Um, yeah, slightly on Pittsburgh. Um, just not crazy about this game whatsoever, though. Uh, again, I'll go. <laughs> this over under makes no sense. Pittsburgh. <laughs> can't score so yeah. oh my god it's ticking up no i can't do it give me the under i'm not taking over in a pittsburgh game where they can't literally put up 14 <laughs> points <laughs> uh kind of kind of like this one a lot on pittsburgh at the plus three here okay at least I, at least we're on the I side think i'm gonna do pittsburgh money line to be completely honest and same reason uh over under makes no sense, kind of like the Cardinals, um, Seattle, but I'm gonna go the over 43 and a half. TJ Watt, two touchdowns. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like this line is disgusting, like you just said. I, 
they're projecting this to be a pick them on a neutral site. That just doesn't make any sense. Um, so I'll go Pittsburgh plus three. I'll go Pittsburgh on the money line and I'm going to go the over. Okay. Kind of like it. Why you play college ball. Will you show me what it looks like to throw a pass? Oh, I don't know. Just, Neither just does Kenny me, Pickett though. Just give me something. Just <laughs> LA Rams. <laughs> LA Rams. <laughs> God damn it. Is that fucking Rebus? Give me the Rams, dude. Either I'm going to have a great week or you guys are going to have a great week. There's no way around it. Uh, dude, Puka, Cooper Cup, they look great. I saw a TikTok that made me laugh so hard. Why? I think you used this one. The guy that pulls his shirt off and he starts screaming. Yeah, it said, you like that? It said, Steelers fans waiting for a defensive pick six to win seven to three. <laughs> <laughs> said, Let's go. <laughs> Man. <laughs> coming off a bye uh unless they're bringing new players with them i worry about this offense a lot aaron donald he's gonna make Najee's life still miserable he might have even worse than 3.2 yards per carry in this game um i don't know i like the rams and the rams are at home i think i might start warren this week at flex i'm so high on the steelers really (laughs) wow Warren's a freaking dog, and I think Tomlin's going to realize that that he is the better, the, just the better back. He's playing better than Najee. It is, it yeah. is uh, Zeke and Tony Pollard 2.0 right there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Need Warren to step it up. Uh, also, this game for me, this is literally one where come Sunday kickoff, I could have my biggest play on the Ram. <laughs> I have no like, I have no idea. So. We'll see what happens in the coming days, but yeah, no clue. The Packers head to Denver to face the Broncos. Broncos are one-point home dogs. Overrunner set at 45. Wyatt, weird, weird, weird game. I have no freaking idea what's going on in this game. Why can we just, like, not have this one be played? Can this one, can they just, like, tie? Yeah. Um. I I I have the I have the I don't know I have the Packers written down, Packers minus one. I, I hate Denver. I hate Russell. So I guess I will go with the Packers. I just picked up Watson. Hopefully he can score a touchdown. Over under forty five. Who's scoring in this? I don't know. I'll take the under. Um, yeah. dis- disgusting game. I'll but yeah, Packers for the graphic. But I am not even going to touch this game. Yeah. I mean, if we could just pass through most of these games, I wouldn't even mind. But Packers for the graphic. <laughs> Only reason I'm saying that is because Denver is in the Kansas Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs sandwich right now. Um, off the KC game, Kansas City on deck. Obviously, didn't do too great in their first one. Um, so I think they're they want to do better next time out. All right, love Denver next week plus the points. Um, Green Bay off the bye, so I think the spot just favors Green Bay here. I like the over actually. Kind of quite of a bit. Uh, what did I just say? Quite of a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like the over. Um, I mean, Denver, they do move the football and put up points. Their defense is atrocious. I think the worst in the league. Um, and then Green Bay does have weapons, should be healthier after the bye. So yeah, I do think both teams go up and down the field and score here. I actually quite like the over. Um, but yeah, Green Bay, I guess, for the graphic. I'll go the under, but I won't. I won't drag it out. It's Green Bay. It's Green oh, Bay. Thank you, you're Wyatt. Catch, you're catching this one. I might need you. I might need you again here shortly. But <laughs> yeah, it's green. It feels like it's Green Bay. I mean, Broncos seem like they're just so dead in the water. They're not playing for anything at this point. I saw a article that did come out. Someone was saying that they're playing to spite uh, Sean Payton. Good. They're mm. just playing Screw to be like guy. this guy sucks. Get him out of here. Yeah. The Chargers head to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Chiefs are five and a half point favorites. Over under is set at forty eight. Ethan, what do you think? I think there might be a, a woman here cheering extremely hard for the Chiefs in this game. I don't know. Wherever the NFL plants her, uh, she'll go. So maybe is it it's the, Chiefs the Chargers school. fan lady. The Chargers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. Her. yep. might be uh, rooting for the Chiefs this week. No, that thing's weird, but um. <laughs> Five and a half. I like my dogs at five and a half. I'll take the Chargers. Ben, you mentioned it last week. Uh, you know this matchup better than anybody. 
Chargers always play them close. Uh, I feel like I bet the Chargers in this matchup or these matchups every single year uh, usually have decent results. Chargers um, honestly might win this one outright. Kansas City, like I said, is off the Denver game. They have Denver on deck. Um, obviously, this is a stretch of divisional games for them, so there's no real look ahead. They're not looking ahead to Denver, who they just beat by 11 points, um, which is why I love Denver next week. But, yeah, just always a tight matchup. Um, Chargers looked really good on – or not really good. Both teams looked really bad on Monday night, but they hung with Dallas well. Um, I mean, they're just like – they're right on the cusp of being a really good team. They just cannot put it all together. Um, but, yeah, I think they, they play a familiar foe close. think they can win this one outright, take the over here. Uh, this game screams over to me, even though Kansas City's defense is pretty good. But Kansas City is going to be able to get their points against this Chargers defense, Chargers offense. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have one week of having Eckler back under their belt. I mean, they should be able to click. Their offense is still really good. So I actually love the over in this game. Uh, and I'll take Chargers plus the points, Chargers money line. Like the over? I already locked in the Chiefs. Chiefs are locked in. Minus five and a half. I like it a lot. Actually, I hate it, but I can't cash <laughs> out. So I'm on the Chiefs. Um, I love it. Love the over. 40 and a half, love the over. I'm taking the Chargers on the money line. Are you? I think the Chargers outright win. How much I do think... you love the over? Dude, Chiefs are allowing the second least amount of points in the league. I was really hoping to squad ride that. That would have been a fun one. Points, I know. points, points. I, I know, man. And it's just, even at five and a half, I'm 100% taking the Chargers, but... We have not been clicking offensively, but we've been able to get by because we played teams like the Jets, the Vikings, the Broncos. This is a game where we get caught. I remember last year it came down to, in the two games that we played, at an arrowhead it came down to a, I believe it was a 99-yard pick six that was thrown to Everett in the end zone. He tried to come off. Yep. Now we're doing hurry up, ran it all the way back, and then the game in, uh, I keep wanting to say San Diego, but in L.A., uh, it went to overtime. Yep. This is a team in the AFC West that does beat us. Broncos never beat us. Raiders, they beat us. They go around the stadium, then they get cursed for eternity after that. Um, <laughs> I think the Chargers win this one outright. I'm, I'm very... looking to see if I can cash out. <laughs> <laughs> ben, I love that 100-yard pick six. I was on the Chiefs. Uh, I had that DraftKings up seven promo in that. Uh-huh. And was just sweating my ass off, and I was like, "They're gonna lose. I mean, they're gonna. They just got thrown. I mean, they were right there. Yeah, I cashed so. out. I cashed out. Did you I actually? Out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Do you want to Zero. switch? Didn't lose any money on that. Do you want to switch for the graphic? No, I, I know now that I cash out. Chiefs are gonna win by 21 points. So <laughs> true. You're true. Right. True. But yeah. Phew. As soon as the Chiefs fan said the Chiefs are losing on the money line, I don't want it. Nope. <laughs> Your face did drop. <laughs> but we did get Mikul Hardman back. I don't know if you guys saw that. That's big for us. Ooh. I actually love the why? move. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good I move. mean, his one catch in New York was impressive. <laughs> yeah. That's like love saying him. that's like saying the Eagles got um <laughs> what's his face? Julio. Julio. <laughs> Hey, we needed somebody fast, but Sky Moore's not getting the job done. Very true. And MVS is just out there running track, so I don't know what the hell we have MVS for. The Dolphins head to Philadelphia to face the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under set 52, the highest over-under of the weekend. Wyatt, I'm going to let you start with this one. Can we just give a little round of applause for finally a a primetime game that's decent? Last week sucked. Last week was terrible. Um, Wonderful. Probably my favorite over of the weekend by far, um, 52. We just talked about how much value uh, overs have and how often unders are hit, have hit. I think people are going to see this and see that it's at 52 points. It's The unders are hitting at an unreal rate. It's prime time. Everyone gets delusional when it comes to prime time. They're going to take this under. I'm also kind of tempted that people are going to take the over because it's Miami, and I think they go over almost every single game. So I get both sides, but love the over in this. Um, and actually really, really, really like the Eagles in this game. Um, Eagles just got embarrassed um, last week. I think they're going to come out um, 
played the Dolphins, we all know are very beatable. Uh, we just saw what the Bills did to them a couple weeks back, 38 to 20. Um, great game for the Eagles to figure it out. So I like the Eagles a lot in this game. I like the over a lot in this game. Um, probably my favorite game of the weekend. Just give me a round of what Wyatt just said. It's literally <laughs> word for word everything I was going to say. Love the over. One of my favorite plays of the week. Love Philly. One of my favorite plays of the week. Love this game. The best game of the week. Everything Wyatt just said. Um, yeah, I mean, the only thing I'll really add is Philly is getting into that gauntlet of a schedule here that just had that loss. Um, I think this is kind of a get right a prime time uh, spot here to make them feel better about themselves. Then they're going to go to Washington, probably lose that game outright. Uh, they're going to go to Dallas, maybe lose that game outright. Actually, I think they host Dallas, but it gets pretty bad after this one. And this one's not easy by any means, but um, yeah, like you said, they had their first loss, kind of got embarrassed last week by the Jets with Zach Wilson. First loss to the Jets in franchise history. Um, yeah, I think Philly bounces back here in a big way. And then last thing I'll say on Miami, they've beat up on Denver, Carolina, the Chargers week one. They only won by two. Uh, they played the Bills and got massacred. Their only real decent team they played. I forgot who else Miami beat. Uh, Giants. But they weren't good. The Giants, yeah. So it's like, yeah, this team's putting up 50 points a game, but against two. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, Philly's banged up. They were without Slay last week. They were without Jalen Carter. Not sure what the injuries look like this week, but if you're giving me A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Julio. <laughs> Raheem Moster, like you're giving me these guys, Jalen Hurds and uh, Tua. I mean, good God. If overs were hitting at a better clip, this is probably like 56. Yeah. If I dive, Ethan, will that count as my punishment? I mean, I'm on a hard ass floor. <laughs> yeah, that's fine with me. Sorry with you. Okay. If I break an arm, Wyatt, it's up to you to uh, finish the show. Okay. I, I have my headphones on so I can hear you. I, I need you I you need you to tell me when you throw it. Okay, wait, I gotta I gotta go deep. Jalen Hurts drops back to pass. And ball is off. <laughs> Touchdown Eagles. <laughs> Good God. What a display of athleticism. I say, how good did that look? <laughs> the, my, I didn't know when to launch. So I don't know how that looked on tape, but it didn't feel great in real life. <laughs> Give me the Dolphins, dude. The Eagles, oh, I, I get it, man. They got the better defense. They got a good offense. I just don't think they're clicking, man. They're not clicking. I I think it's a little bit of a coaching problem. I think it's a little bit of a Jalen Hurts problem. Uh, I don't think this is a game that you fix that. I think that there's going to be heavy offensive firepower coming from the Dolphins. And it, you start getting behind, you have to start digging into your bag of, okay, we got to start doing this, this, and this instead of just relying on the run. So I worry about the Eagles. But you love the over. But I love the over, yes. Okay, that could be it. All right, the 49ers head to Minnesota to face the Vikings for Monday Night Football. Vikings are seven-point home dogs over under set at 44. Ethan, round us out here, man. San Fran off the loss, Monday Night Football, back-to-back, or not back-to-back. They were sandwiched between primetime games, so obviously I liked Cleveland last week. Kind of half-jokingly called for the outright upset. yeah, I, I think San Fran bounces back here. Minnesota sucks. This is probably eight and a half, nine, if San Fran makes that 41-yard field goal last week. Um, love San Fran in a teaser. Get them down just to win the football game. That's what I paired with my Atlanta plus eight and a half teaser. Um, yeah, really, really like San Fran here. Uh, Minnesota's in a divisional sandwich. They're off the game against Chicago. Green Bay on deck. Um, they need wins in the division as badly as any team in the NFL right now. Um, other than Detroit, it is fairly open. Um, you know, realistically, Detroit's probably winning that division. I don't see any other team doing it, but um, Minnesota does have a chance, I guess, if they can rack up some divisional wins. Uh, and then I love the over in this game as well. Uh, Minnesota's defense sucks. 
Uh, but their offense is decent enough to put points, even without Justin Jefferson. San Fran's offense can put up points. So I think the over is just a little bit too low. Again, what Wyatt said about the Sunday night game, it's prime time. People bet the unders. Unders have been killing it this year, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, give me San Fran, teaser, spread, uh, and the over. Uh, yeah, it seems like we're clicking on these last two primetime games, me and Ethan. I love San Fran. Uh, originally, it was at six and a half. I had written down seven's fine. I think San Fran wins it by 10 plus. So big on San Fran coming off a loss against a team with no defense. Um, good for them to get back on track and for Purdy to get his confidence back. So take San Fran easily here. Uh, over under, I'm going to lean the over as well. Um, same exact reasoning as Ethan. Unders are overjuiced on overjuiced in general right now, get way overjuiced on primetime games. Um, so I'll take the over. Uh, love San Fran in this game. Take the over. I'm not super confident about it, but I will also be with the 49ers. I mean, come on. And uh, Vikings, they're the bottom of the barrel type team. 49ers just coming off their first loss. Uh, I don't I don't even care if they're banged up. They're going to have to be so banged up that like it's entire second stringers to lose this game. So you get what you have with seven. Yeah, I agree. This is going to be a double-digit win for the Niners. Yep. All right. Well, good thing we ended with those two because what are going to be our squad ride? Sunday night over. Sounds I like beautiful. it. I like it. All right. Sounds Dolphins, beautiful. Eagles over 52. Look at Love that. It. Our squad ride is over the highest total. Sharp. Yeah. Yep. Way to go. Prime boys. time. Game's gonna be fun. Should be fun. It we I deserve Dallas it. LA was gonna be fun, but that game was Yeah. Tough. It was. Ethan, you start with your big three. All right. Not much to pick from here. Um <laughs> I will give out All right. Let's give out um Man, where do I want to go? I'm gonna go Indy plus three. Love that play. Um, let's go with. Let's go that teaser I talked about. Atlanta plus eight and a half. San Fran minus one. And then let's round it out with Philly minus two. Uh, a couple of mine are just taken from the squad ride and then just the Philly there. So I'll take the under since I already placed it on the Browns Colts. Take the under in that game. Uh, I will take the rock with Philly. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, I'll take Pittsburgh plus three and I'll take the Niners on whatever the spread is currently right now. Seven. I am also on 49ers minus seven. Why I'm on chargers plus five and a half. That's how okay. that's how confident I am. Sorry, I I cashed out. I know, but I I think it's smart. I'm glad you did. And then I'm gonna take the Ravens lines under the 42 and a half. Love it. All right, hey, if you're not over at BetterGreen.com, you're not getting the full Better and Green experience. So make sure you guys head over to BetterGreen.com. That's Better B E T T O R Green.com. We got merch over there, articles. Fantasy football stuff, any sport that you could think of. If you're a sports fan that needs to be bookmarked on your computer, thank you to SeatGeek. Use code BETTERGREEN for $20 off your purchase. And Ethan, holidays are coming around the corner quick, man. I, I'm looking at maybe I need to get a new friend, a new dog. Uh, can you help me out with that? Yes, as a matter of fact, I can. Uh, go to BainbridgeLabradoodles.com. Um, they have Australian Labradoodles for sale. These are perfect. Um, you know, just perfect pet dogs. They're uh, hypoallergenic, non-shedding, uh, just very friendly, um, very average size dog. You know, it's not your standard big Labradoodle. They're about 15 to 35 pounds. So kind of just that nice um, inside family pet. Like I said, holidays right around the corner. No better time to start shopping for a dog. So BainbridgeLabradoodles.com. Uh, tell us we sent you and you can save 10% on a puppy today. Lovely. I need a dog. So, and my yeah, I'm gonna be in Grand Rapids too. Maybe I'll get myself a dog. Hey, I'll give friend. you a good. 
I got a good barking dog for you. Michigan State Spartans this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dying dog. That's a dog that's going to get put to the pound. <laughs> Ethan, if I'm correct, right. I believe that Instagram has some pictures of these dogs right now, right? They do. Yeah. a new litter. Yep. Yep. Instagram. Um, I should know this. I believe it's Bainbridge. Just Bainbridge Labradoodles so. on Instagram. Um, search it. You'll find it. And yeah, the website as well has pictures. So if Michigan yeah. State as a dog beats Michigan this weekend, I'll buy every single dog in that litter. <laughs> and name them after former Michigan State coaches and players. Beautiful. And why deal? He's going to get 10% off every one of those puppies. That's straight up money line. That's not spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, 10% off. Love if all together, that's that's a if you get 10, that's a free dog. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's how fractions work. <laughs> Gambling advice and a math lesson. Wow. <laughs> Hey, give it up for him. All right, boys. We ready for uh, Only Hands? He needs some milk. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, we changed. We have the the new um, show name, Intentional Lounging, uh, which I was going to mention. It looks like we intentionally lounged a little bit too much last week, going 8 and 10. Uh, We're back this week. Love our big three that we just gave out for everybody. So mm-hmm. uh, let's have a good week there. But yeah, this is now, it was Ethan's bench clears. It's now Ethan's only hands. And today we are going to discuss worse endings. Um, and Ben, you told me the order not even 40 minutes ago, and I have forgotten <laughs> it, but I believe it was Wyatt, you, me. I believe so. All right, perfect. All right, these are our best endings as in movies, shows, sporting events. Worst endings. Worst endings, yes. Spoiler uh, alert. Spoil, yeah, okay. Um, so I'm going to go with one that's it's off a little different branch here. And this is the, the 2020 presidential election. <laughs> so I actually had a bet yeah. on this as well. I was very upset that my bet didn't win. Um, also think that bet should have been voided, but let's not get into it. Terrible ending. <laughs> Let's just say my side didn't win. I'm still a little bitter about it, but primarily because my bet lost. That's a good one. I was one. right there with you, my friend. <laughs> I went to sleep. It was like, boom, money in the bank. Woke up. I was like, what? Yeah. Where's? No. Goddamn Georgia. <laughs> Thank you to the Canadian books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a great pick. I'm going to go the end of Serial. You're eating a bowl of cereal, you get to the bottom, and then everything's soggy. It's not as good. Everything you're eating, usually that last bite's like the best bite. The bottom of a cone, the sandwich, you're kind of eating around, and you get that nice, meaty last bite. It's the worst with cereal. You seem like the guy that slurps the bowl when you're done. Oh, God. No, I actually don't drink the milk. Guilty as charged. That's disgusting. That's one of my pet peeves. I I, I know it's like really weird, but I'm like, the milk's dirty now. Like, I'm not going to drink it. Yeah, same. Same. Really? I've been okay. eating it all. I'm just like, oh, I'm not drinking that. I that <laughs> my spoon in that that's been in my mouth. No way I'm drinking that. I will pour yeah, it last before sense, I drink but... it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I literally just had this conversation with my mom yesterday. And she was like, same way. She's like, and to take it a step further, if I have two bowls of cereal, I she dumps the milk okay, from I the first do bowl. I don't do that. I just reload. <laughs> I reload. I can't oh, drink. Man. Like, there's, there's floaties and yes! crap in it. I love it. I would I love puke it. if oh, I did that. I would honestly, like, I have the weakest stomach. I would puke. Well, we <laughs> Not as weak as Ben's, it. though. Check that, check that episode a couple weeks back. But I think Ben would give you a run for weakest stomach, but. Yeah. Yeah. I puke I, <laughs> yeah. every time. My yeah, time. I almost puke every time I drink. Like, it's it's bad. I have a weak stomach, so. Yeah. Well, those are two great picks. Ben, I don't agree with yours, but uh, <laughs> you thought outside of the box, literally. So. <laughs> I, I do uh, good picks, but um, I'll go with a sports one just because we are a sports show. Um, I'm going to go with the Super Bowl. I should have gotten the number. I don't have it on me, but Seattle and uh, New England. Yeah. When uh, Malcolm Butler picks or not pick six, but interception at the goal line. I think America as a whole, I was a big Seahawks guy at this time. Um, I loved Russell Wilson. I think Legion of Boom, everyone was kind of rooting oh, for. Yeah. No one wanted Brady to get another ring, um, unless you're a Patriots fan. Um, yeah, and I mean, 
you, you got to insert the Richard Sherman face, just completely disgusted with that play. Um, a lot has come out about that team now and uh, kind of that play in general. But, yeah, just a, a really gross way for that Super Bowl to end. Horrible play call. Um, like I said, I was kind of on the Steelers or the Seahawks train at the time, but I'm glad I wasn't, like, truly a Seahawks fan. I would have been gutted. Yeah. Oh, God, if that were Detroit. Oh, my God. Brutal. Yeah, I that was a good ending for me because I was a uh, a Pat fan. Obviously, my boy, best quarterback ever. What college did he go to? Michigan, of course. Um, so uh, that was a good ending for me. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. Why it's all about his happy endings. Love a good happy ending. <laughs> and then uh, I'm gonna go to a movie which I don't believe it's super popular. So there's a great chance you guys haven't seen it. Uh, it's called Knowing. Have you? Do you guys yeah, know what I'm talking about? Nick oh, Nick Cage. Okay. Okay. You've seen it, Ben? I've seen yeah. it, yeah. You've both seen it? I like Yeah, Nick I mean, oh, I love Nick Cage. And I thought the movie was fantastic. For those that don't know, it's basically like um, numbers keep like popping up places and uh, they basically s- figure out that these numbers are um, dates of tragic events happening and they're able to go back and kind of figure out how to stop these events and blah, blah, blah. Uh, just like really solid movie in my opinion. And then it's just this huge buildup to the end. You're just trying to figure out, you know, what's happening in the end. Um, I mean, I don't want to give away the ending, but I guess this is, I have yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, it ends up just being aliens. It's just like a complete cop out. Uh, you, you literally figure it out and that's like end scene, movie's over. Uh, just really felt like they spent a ton of time putting effort into this movie. And then they're like, shit, we said we were getting this out in a week. And we haven't even come up with our ending yet. Yeah. Like, screw it, aliens, throw it in there. Let's get it out to the public. So, yeah, a really disappointing ending to what I thought was had potential to be like a really, really, really good movie. And it still was a good movie, but tough ending. I agree, man. I agree. I got a lot on here, so I hope we can go for. Um, I have the movie Would You Rather. Have you guys seen that one? Scary movie? Yeah, I think it's considered like a thriller. Dude, I just watched that like two weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. Why? I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But the entire movie, it's basically like a big game of would you rather, but they actually have to do the stuff. So, like, I think Sasha Gray's in it. She gets her head, like, she basically gets drowned. Um, I think there, there's, like, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. In the end, basically, the girl that she's doing it all to get win money for, like, her brother with cancer. Right, Ethan? Yep. And so this the entire movie, like let's say if it's 60 minutes, 59 minutes of it is just this and her going through all this torture to get the money. She gets home, brother committed suicide, killed himself. <laughs> so it was yeah. all for nothing. Yeah, that was it, pretty bad. I mean, it's heart wrenching. I didn't know it was a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that, um... That cast is like all over the place. Oh, dude, it's they wild. Have like they have Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kills me, man. In a serious movie, and his Canadian accent still comes out, and I just die. Yeah. Then they have the dad from Home Alone. Just <laughs> yeah. like, oh. it really is like that. Ca- and then like Britney Snow seemed like a pretty big actor for that type of movie. Right, it's all over the place. It is. Um. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with uh, one of the more popular shows, Game of Thrones. Yep. You guys watch that one? That the first of all, the last season was garbage, and yep. the last um, the f- season finale of the or the series season finale was trash. So I don't want to spoil it anything, but terrible. Like there was so such high hopes, and it was just a terrible ending to my favorite show of all time. So this is Game lazy. of Thrones. Yeah, it was lazy. It was lazy, and they had they got so much money they could have easily made a couple more seasons or drawn it out a little bit more and they were, yeah they were done so game of thrones um and then are we going three or four we'll do four okay perfect um i'll do one and it is i believe the six or seven year anniversary of this actually today i'm not mistaken i think i saw it on twitter <laughs> and that is michigan michigan state uh i don't even want to talk about it i put myself in a working drying machine when this game ended, I put myself in a drying machine and turned it on. Um, terrible, terrible. 
I'll never forget that day. I can't believe I'm still alive after that game. <laughs> Terrible. I unfortunately will never remember that day. <laughs> <laughs> I am all over the place on mine, so I'm glad I get a, get a little bit of all of it in. How about the ending of the Bible? Is there any other book that says that everybody's going to die? A prophecy about here? All these uh, like creatures and demons and all this type of stuff. Revelations, man. That's what yeah, I I got so bored in church that I just read the book of Revelations every time during the sermons because it's that's it's where shit gets real. It's a, it's a yeah, science fiction. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like seven headed dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's a great book. <laughs> it definitely makes you it freaks you out a little bit. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are all metaphors, right? They have to be. Some of them gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? All righty. I'm gonna struggle thinking of a fourth one. I needed to uh not take that nap and look deeper, <laughs> but for my third, I will go um and this could be multiple different athletes. I'm gonna go Tom Brady's career. <laughs> um <laughs> And this could have been like Michael Jordan. Uh, this could have been Jerry Rice. Just a number of these players that don't know when to call it quits. But Tom Brady was the most recent. So um, I will go with him here. Uh, obviously won the Super Bowl, had some great years in Tampa. And then retired, came out of retirement for one last hurrah. Uh, lost me a shit ton of money. Couldn't cover spreads. Couldn't win games. Limped to a divisional win just to get massacred in the playoffs by the Cowboys who I believe was a team he had never lost to uh, I want to say so yeah just uh, yeah tough uh, tough ender to a great career for Tom Brady Yeah, uh, just not realizing Tom Brady made my list twice here kind of mm, but yeah, he did. yeah wish he would have called it just a year <laughs> earlier and uh, while well, you're on top yeah I um, sent you my list if you wanted to steal something on it even yeah, actually, I do have another one, um, and I'm going to give out the TV show Lost. Yeah. And I can't even uh, say this for myself because I never made it to the end of Lost. However, I just know everyone hated the ending. Um, just a great show that lasted, God, I don't know how long, like what felt like 10 years probably, just yeah. kept going, going, going. Kind of same with Knowing. It just felt like they got too wrapped up and in the show didn't know when to quit and then they're like man we've like got ourselves in a pickle like how do we explain all this and then they just uh i think at the end just kind of said it was all a dream type deal or like they all died in the initial plane crash and it was all like yeah i, I can't fully remember but uh yeah bad ending sort of wrapped it up way earlier totally agree i'm gonna go the end of the weekend end of the weekend oh, end dude, of a vacation beautiful. man beautiful. i mean you start getting that feeling you know like saturday evening when that night game is about to start like dang like it's over now like i gotta go back on monday in a vacation it's so hard coming back bro yeah, that's a that great one first overall yeah, that's a great one i can't <laughs> believe we let that go to the fourth round oh man that yeah that's i get good. it every week every yeah. week i feel like that yeah <laughs> That's yeah. That's the pick of the draft. My last one is more funny. Have you guys ever seen the movie I Am Legend? Oh yeah, Will Smith with yes. a zombie movie. So you know how it ends. He takes her grenade and sacrifices himself in the basement, and the mother or the girl and the little child get away. So we were watching this on TV, like late, like I don't know. We were like sixth grade at like a buddy's house, sleeping at his place, and I guess we were on the alternative ending. <laughs> Oh. We didn't know this, so we're watching this, and like Will Smith comes out, shakes hands with the zombies. Everyone goes their separate ways; they live separately, zombies and humans. I'm sorry. It's the alternate <laughs> of I Am Legend. They make up. He literally shakes the main zombie's hand. <laughs> What? And we thought we were like, we thought we were high. We thought we were like, what the hell is going on? This is not how it ends. 
But yeah, check out the alternative ending of I Am Legend if you don't believe me, because it is the worst ending I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Well, everybody just clicked off this YouTube video to go YouTube that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's miserable. That's bad. Hey, speaking of YouTube videos, we are going to make another video after this for one of the entries that were too spicy for YouTube. So if you guys want to watch it, make sure you guys subscribe over at bettergreen.com. We're going to post it in the article section. It'll be an unlisted video, but we will have it in there. So if you pay $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, whatever you want to do, you get access to all of our articles and you guys get that video. Make sure you guys head over there. Um, Ethan, you got a question for the people before we leave. All right. Yeah, I want to know. Uh, we have no more undefeated teams in the NFL after Philly and San Fran lost. Give me your Super Bowl prediction. I want to know AFC, NFC, which teams make it, and I want to know who wins. Beautiful. Lions. Lions. Lions versus the Jets. <laughs> yep. I guess that's when Aaron Rodgers comes back for the playoffs. No, they're getting Tom Brady. We talked about him enough. He's going to come back. He listened to this. He got nostalgic. That's true. Tim Brody on the practice squad. <laughs> Tim Brody. Hey, if you want to be like Jason Kelsey and have some uh, ventures after retirement, you can uh, try investing in better and green, maybe. See what you can do in the true. podcast world, Tom. Tim. That's true. true. Tim. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of I almost said better and green. This episode of intentional lounging. Brought to you by Better and Green. Uh, you got your three favorite guys right here. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys. Later, guys. See you guys. You better start listening to the Better and Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better and Green. Eh? To Better and Green. Eh? To Better and Green. Hey, listen to the guest shout. It's all about Come on, let's make cash now We always on spot And we cover old spot From the bottom to the top Hey, Shout out to Ethan Shout out to Wyatt Shout out to Ben Welcome, welcome to our podcast Better win green <laughs>